Hey guys, it's Mike, aka Go Guy Go, and I'm back again with another Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. And with me tonight is our special guest and forever co-host, the one who pooped in his big boy pants, Andrew. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Yes, I did. Uh, I put up the big uh, sticky pile of poop with my 68 points this week. Uh, I realized, uh, considering I still have more points than everybody else in the league, oh, oh. 68 points really sucks bad. <laughs> it does. Well, tonight, guys, it is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. We are week 10 of the regular season, and I am ready to talk some mid-season truth with you. So on the docket tonight, we're going to do some general football talk, talk about the weekend that was both in football and in fantasy. We're going to talk some of the OBJ news, which I don't think there is any yet. Some Aaron Rodgers drama, because those things are kind of impactful. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the state of the AFC East and some things that have come up there. We'll review our weekly report of what Sleeper says happened to us. Then we'll talk a little bit about some uh, some ideas that I have and some thoughts and some observations. And that's the truth portion of today's podcast. So you ready to get into it? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Well, first things first. The weekend that was now. I would love to hear your take because I imagine you have some uh, some hot opinions here on what happened in those football games this weekend. So what happened, Andrew? Oh man, there was some crazy games. Like, who would have thought Cincinnati and Cleveland would have been such a lopsided game? Who would have thought uh, Buffalo would have got trashed the way they did? Okay, to me that was the biggest shocker. A yes. team that was fighting for the, you know, first overall pick with my Lions somehow held Josh Allen and what I would consider probably one of the top 3 offenses in football. Yes. 2 6 points. Yes. Ridiculous. Um the other one that really stood out to me was uh uh the Dallas game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where the Broncos trashed, like, how? I I don't Did know. they not hand the ball to Elliot? Did they just, did they leave him on the bus? Like No, no, he was there, he played. I, I know, but. Should have. <laughs> he should have gotten more than 16 points by himself. So here's here's my take on what happened this weekend. It was a weird anomaly. It was a reverse. It was like backwards week or upside down week or uh, bizarro week, if you want to call it that, where yep. the players that we expected to perform, the majority of them, I would say 90% of our star fantasy players did not perform. Yeah. And the backups or the no names stepped up in a big, big way. And we saw upsets. And we saw near misses. That shouldn't have happened. Case in point, we had, what, Indianapolis on Thursday night trounce the New York Jets. And then the Jets mounted a comeback. Yep. Okay. Then then we move. And all of this is going to play into the bet that we made this week, right? This, and we'll, we'll get to that, guys. And uh, <laughs> to us, to me, it's extremely hilarious. Yes. Um, the Baltimore-Minnesota game goes into overtime. Field goal, Baltimore wins. Okay, I kind of expected Baltimore to win, but I was not expecting them to be so close. New England beat Carolina. I expected that, sure. That wasn't a shocker. 
Cleveland being beating Cincy 41 to 16. That was a shocker. Yes. I, I bet on Cincy. Uh, Denver beating Dallas. Again, like that was a blow I wasn't expecting. Jacksonville beating Buffalo. That was kind of freaky. I expected Miami to beat Houston, but let me give you guys a bit of a shocker in that game. Do you, who was the number one running back in that game between Houston and Miami? Do you want to guess? You know, I I didn't follow that game just because okay. both those teams are so bad. <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss much. Miles Gaskin had 11.7 points. All right, not bad. Do you know what he did? He I carried think he did the ball. like 160 yards or something like that. No, not even. No, no. He, he carried the ball 20 times but only got 34 yards but got a touchdown. So that's 20 times. Yeah, that's like that's like 1.7 yards a carry. And he was the top running back in the game? He was the top running back in the game. That's how terrible that game was. Wow. So gross. Uh then we move to Atlanta versus New Orleans. The game was close. I did expect um Atlanta uh to come out on top on that one cuz I think I think they're grooving. They got some stuff going. It just it was funny that it just didn't turn out the way people expected, like the, the players that scored points. Uh, the Raiders pooped their big boy pants against the Giants. Yeah. Um, Philly nearly took out the Chargers, and I didn't think Philly had a chance. I thought the Chargers would have steamrolled them. The Kansas City Chiefs looked like chumps. Arizona handily took San Fran. That made sense. Tennessee drops the Rams. What is wrong with the world? Why can't Matt Stafford take care of teams like this? Uh, overconfidence, maybe? I don't know. But, again, I would have put the Rams, both their defense and their offense, top three. Yeah. And they uh, – so are the are the Tennessee Titans, who lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, with who might be, like, giant killers. Like, this is – like, okay. And then uh, Chicago actually starts to put a performance together and nearly beats Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's just – it's so upsetting. And in that matchup in particular, I'm thinking – you know what? This is the week Allen Robinson's finally going to get back into the right. Nope. Darnell Mooney, who I own in several places that I'm quite happy with. It's just like, really? Of all the times that things to go off, and here I'm sitting with uh, a miracle Monday. I, I'm praying that I need Deontay Johnson to go off for 19 points or more to save me in two leagues. Our league, poor man in particular, so I can beat Bryce. And no. Nope. It's not his turn. It's, it's Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. So congrats, Pat. You're an amazing tight end. I, I hope you have a great career. Um, next time, just, just let Deontay catch the ball. Let him do it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, Mike, that's being a little bit selfish there. You just want your fantasy points. I do. I do. Want, I want to enjoy my football, and I want all of my fantasy points. It's it's not too much to ask. Cake and eat it no. too, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a crazy week indeed. I know there was several close calls and misses in a variety of leagues that some of us all share together. Um, Donnie's incredible luck continues. His team shit the bed. Pardon my language. And uh, he only won because your team did it worse. Yes. Yeah. I, uh... Like the the scores that both of uh, that his team put up to beat you would not have won against anybody else. Nope. So, nope. He got lucky. He got lucky, and that. But that's 
the nature of the game, right? You don't know what's going to happen. You, you you put your best lineup in, you the one that you feel confident in, and sometimes the fantasy football gods answer someone else's prayers, or no one's in general. They just want to be funny and vindictive. Yeah. They want to play the Joker and just watch the world burn. Well, and, you know, uh, it's the universe uh, correcting itself, I guess. The, sure, the, there has the Kansas to be City stack has gotten too many points, and now the universe yeah. is saying, Travis Kelsey dropped the ball too many times. And maybe that is what, what it's saying. The, the the football gods on the field, we'll call those guys demigods, uh, they're coming back and becoming mortal again. They're not yeah. They're not yeah. invincible. Oh, well. But, but you know what? You, you say that, but it's almost comically correct because this week they did it to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They almost did it to Kansas City. Yeah, you know, Green Bay was ripe for the picking for Kansas City just to rip them apart, mm-hmm. and it was a close game, right? They're yep. they're they're correcting the, they're leveling the playing field, yeah. So that teams like uh, uh, the Jaguars don't feel so bad about themselves. Sure, and and coaches like Urban Meyer can say, "Hey, I'm not going to get fired this week." Yeah, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Here, here's another. The only, the only coaches getting fired are Gruden. <laughs> oh no, he didn't get fired. He walked away. He okay. walked away before, before the pitchforks came out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here's an interesting stat for you that I saw online: that the Green Bay Packers, without Aaron Rodgers, historically have averaged 13.8 points per game. Okay. Sounds about right. The 0 and 16 Detroit Lions. From years past, they averaged 16.8 points per game. Oh. Yep. The last, te- the I forget what the other team was that went like 0 and 16. They averaged 16.3 points per game. So without Aaron Rodgers, this team is in trouble. Uh, the only thing is, though, in that division, Detroit and Green Bay would play each other couple times in the season so one of them would have to do better than the other unless they tied 16 well, 16 no i would probably say yeah <laughs> i would pick detroit to win that game as of right now if jordan love is in and not aaron Rodgers, i'm i'm betting against the green bay packers yeah jordan yeah. love even though first round pick he has not he's not had the playing time or the maybe the confidence i'm not sure what's missing there for him to actually come in as the starting quarterback you know maybe he, the system doesn't match you know, I don't know if it's that. I think it might be more a Aaron Rodgers being, you know, and, and again, you guys have heard me say my piece about Aaron Rodgers. I sure. am, I, I leave him on the bus. <laughs> don't let him even in the locker room because he's just a cancer. Uh, and I'm sorry if there's a Green Bay fan in there or an Aaron Rodgers fan out there listening, but. To me, he's a piece of shit. Um, okay. You know, even in games where they're blowing other teams out, he's probably saying to the coach, no, you're not putting the rookie in. I am finishing the game. I got to be the center my stats. of attention. Sure. I'm padding my stats. I No, 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 no. Don't even let him go down to do the, the kneel down at the end of the game. I No, that's, it's all about me, 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 me. And 
you, you're seeing everybody now jump on this bandwagon against them. Strahan, um, uh, other announcers and stuff are just like, you're calling him out for A, lying, B, being deceitful. You know, he's showing his true colors, right? And I think this is where it, uh, Love may have been able to do a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. If in games where they were blowing him out, he got to go onto the field with the second string receivers and and stuff like that and finish off the last five minutes of the game. So if they had taken a college football approach, we'll use our Wolverines as an example, right? You've got Cade McNamara who's starting the game and he's playing, but every once in a while they're getting J.J. McCarthy in there to get him some reps because they know this is Cade McNamara's last year. He's not, he's not coming back. And the, their future is riding on this kid sitting in the wings. Now yep. we know Aaron Rodgers is not going back to Green Bay. Exactly. Come hell or high water, he's moving on somewhere or retiring. He's just not playing for the Green Bay Packers. Yep. They know that. You think they would force that issue to get, say, hey, look, we're winning. We're putting Jordan Love in. Take a seat. Yeah. We want to see I, what we got in this kid. We're going to give him some give him some time. I might even jump on the, on the Packers bandwagon if come this weekend, yep. the coach announces, you know what? I'll pay you your contract. Aaron Rodgers, you're sitting on the bench for the rest of the season because of the jeopardy you put our team in. Oh, the uh, I will, the... I will, I will play Jordan Love the rest of the year. You can sit there. We can lose every other game. I don't care. Just because of what you did, and that's this will hurt your trade value. You're going to screw the Packers. The Packers are not going to screw you. I would love it if that happened. Yeah, I don't because think. They're not I don't getting, think they're, they're not getting anything for him at the end of the year because it's no, not a trade. Right, he becomes a free agent. Right, like he becomes a free agent, or they let him loose, or whatever. Right, like they they structured the deal that way. I don't see them throwing away their Super Bowl chances and not riding him into the Super Bowl. And just reading some news here, I don't see he expects to play, and I don't see anything that would would stop that from happening. All he needed was. Uh, Two more COVID yeah, negatives. He could he be, be the earliest he could be cleared is this Saturday. So as yeah. of this Saturday, he could be cleared and eligible to play. But I think so, they yeah. test you. I think they test you every yeah. forty-eight hours. So Thursday yeah. and then Saturday, two negatives. He's cleared to play. Right. He's. I, if it was me, I would be getting myself tested every day so that they at least have that track history. Um, that way, if there's ever a false positive or whatever, right. So I'm anticipating him to play this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it is what it is. It's drama. It's news. Yeah. And moving right along, let's talk about something that's actually interesting. You brought this up, and I believe uh, Slick actually brought this up in league chat a while back. That the state of the AFC East is up yes. in the air. Now that Buffalo lost, New England has a chance, and I'm sure they did before anyway. But New England now. Uh, they could slide in and take the division. It is so crazy that that is an yes. actual thing. Everybody looking at the like I, at the beginning of the season, I think I had even picked. I think I went Buffalo, Miami, New England. The yep. Jets are just the Jets. They they're flying around somewhere in the atmosphere, and uh, right. they're I don't know what they're what fumes they're 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 drinking in, but they're not going anywhere. But no. 
you know, I think I had picked Miami over New England at the beginning of the year just because of um, the state of New England. I cannot I'd have to dig back in if you guys give me some seconds. Let's talk a little bit about that. I'll dig into some notes here and see what those predictions were for the AFC East. Yeah. But I just I just you know, it's like Kansas City has Buffalo been exposed for their for their few weaknesses and depending on the matchups, our team's going to exploit that. Did they become too one-dimensional that um, that Josh Allen is their end-all, be-all? You shut him down, they don't got nothing else to do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their, their defense, it, while it's still solid defense, you still got to score some points. They do. The, to me, they have a well-rounded team, and I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but it does not make sense to me that they were only able to get six points. Six points, Really yeah. weird. All and, right. And I, again, I didn't watch it. Was there a monsoon going on or something that maybe somebody could give us clairvoyance in? And But I don't think so. I don't know. All right, so here here we go. Um, Back on July 12th, Josh and I got together, and we did the AFC East Divisional Breakdown and Review. Unfortunately, my notes at the time, I did not write down oh. our selection. So that is now trapped inside that recording. We will have to go back, and I'll have to pull that out and see uh, what what we picked. But I'm going to imagine we probably both picked Buffalo yes. to take that division. And looking at, yeah, I'm a curious. So I'm going to go back, and I'm going to listen to that. So if you guys want, it's the AFC East Divisional Breakdown from July 12th, where Josh and I got together and talked about our thoughts and opinions. So we'll look that one up. We'll uh, we'll pump that into the chat if you guys don't get a chance to listen to yourself so we can see what those hot takes of the divisions were. Yeah. All right. Um, my personal opinions here, never count out Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. If they can game manage, steal some wins where they might have lost, Mac Jones isn't playing terrible, but he's not playing lights out, so I don't know if he's going to be able to pull off a victory from behind like uh, Tom used to do. But if they get ahead or get uh, take a lead and they manage the game effectively, yeah, like that's, man, that's, it, it's exciting for football. It's also like, wow, that is like New England. Just yeah. good for you guys. You know, if if they could pull off the, the miracle and uh, beat Buffalo in the, in the individual, in the, the in-division game, yeah, that could turn the tide for him. Oh man, that would be any Buffalo fans out there would be just crushed. Yeah. I can imagine being crushed. You here, you build what you feel is a great team. You should be rolling on your way to the playoffs, and somehow you falter, you 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 stumble, and the New England Patriots are sitting there waiting for you, and they take you down, and they take the top spot. And, and the scary thing is, though, like you look at, uh, you know. Whoever wins out of the Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh division, mm-hmm. because that is so close, it is. One of them might take the other, uh, a wild, wild card. Cards. Yeah, and then between Tennessee and Indy might get the other one. So the the second place team in the East might not get the wild card. It's yeah. It's so Buffalo might even not make the playoffs if they don't win their division. Yeah. All right. Um, some food for thought there, guys. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely fun for football. 
Let's uh, let's dive into the sleeper report that we got from this week. Uh, the big notables are the best manager this week was uh, our friend Chervin, who had a perfect score. So he picked oh. his best lineup. Right? I so didn't that, notice that. Perfect. Yeah. So congratulations. Score. That's actually perfect yeah. score. The worst I don't think manager. I've ever seen that. No, I, I and I actually checked all of my other leagues. Nope. So oh. that's actually a pretty pretty cool achievement. Out of all the players you have, you picked your best score. Now let's uh, let's forecast <laughs> that a little poo-poo bit. Poo poo on me, yes. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that in the notes. I said poo poo on you. Yep. Um, just to go back to uh, Chervin making the the best selection, he also won his matchup. Yes. So, I l- could you imagine if you had chosen your best lineup and still lost? I'd feel Ooh, bad. That would hurt. That would. That would not be fun. But nonetheless. Uh, he got uh, best manager, being the most accurate in picking his lineup, and he won his matchup. I wrote poo-poo on you because you got the stinker of the week because you had the least amount of points. Yes. You were projected to do 134. You did less than half. You did yep. 65.24. You got hurt bad by your team. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you uh, you pick it up this week and that Kansas City stack does not let you down. Hey, Mike, right at that point there in the in the recording, if mm-hmm. you can interject a toilet flushing. Oh, if I can just good. throw that sound effect, just flush. <laughs> sure. You know what? I might be able to make that happen. Um, okay. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up with regards to the report is Juan. Juan yes. was the overachiever of the week. He blew past his projection. And not only did he blow past his projection he blew past everybody to be the highest point getter of the week so in a week where everything was upside down everything fell right for Juan. so congratulations Juan. you did an excellent job your projections were 97 points you came out with 150 which on any week in this league that's impressive 150 points is not something to sniff at i'm switching over to my sleeper screen can you go have a look now i am curious as to how okay well let's that's real quick here let's um let's see he faced off against marvin and marvin had a decent week marvin had 126 points 128 sorry need glasses but carson wentz went off naheem hines that was a great pick james connor there you go there was your answer yep. the guy falls into the end zone for three touchdowns so congrats adam thielen whatever he's he is what he is my buddy donovan peoples jones i hope you uh you enjoy that trade there, Juan. Do him well. Oh, there's that Pat Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz, and then Christian McCaffrey, who's back in action, but obviously held in check a little bit. They didn't want to over. Yeah, yeah. so. They kind of protected him quite a they bit. They did. So you have a couple guys that went off and had really good weeks that no one was expecting. So yeah. Juan gambled, and it paid off. So congrats, man. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it works out for you. Yeah. That's not for All me, right. but that's okay. All right, guys, we're going to take a little little break here as we inject something into the sound. Blah blah blah. I'm not sure what. I'm going to find something just to inject at this particular point as I hit you guys with some mid-season truth. Now, what does that mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys a little story. At the end, not even by the end of Monday night. I'm hoping for Deontay Johnson to to get me that win. 
And I'm looking at this thing because I'm actually able to watch this game. And it's like, it's not going to happen. I'm sitting on the fence now. We're, we're at a point where I'm 50-50 in my standings. And as of right now, I'm currently sitting seventh. And we'll get to that in a second. So maybe I'm out. Maybe I'm not pushing for the playoffs and I got to start selling assets. This is what I'm thinking inside my head. No sooner than I start thinking that, I start getting some inquiries from some of you fine folks. Starting to uh, to, to feel out my uh, if I'm tilting, if I'm fading, if I am, what were the words that were used? If I am looking to the future. At which point I decided to take a complete assessment. So, and I, and I suggest that everyone, Andrew, yourself included, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in a dynasty league, maybe this applies to your, your, your keeper leagues as well, but what do you, where are you at? We are nine weeks into a 17 week fantasy season for which the majority of us, um, have might've invested our future picks to try and gather some early assets, right? So I'm just going to read you something real quick. Now that we've passed the mid-season point and it's time to do a health check, where are you at? Is your team going to make the playoffs? Are you already checked out, looking towards next year, and playing upset for those that are still trying to make it? Here's how I'm evaluating my situation. So I asked myself these three questions. The first one was, what is our playoff format? So to remind you guys, poor man's playoff format is the top four teams will make the playoffs. I'm currently sitting at seventh with six teams really fighting for one of those four playoff spots. I'm not including Andrew and Donnie in that, right? So that means out of the 10 guys in the league, I'm going to project that Donnie and Andrew make the playoffs. That means there's two spots left over and six of us are in striking distance of those spots. Okay. The second question, when do our playoffs start? Our playoffs start week 16. All right. So that means I've got five weeks, including week 10 and beyond to rebound, to really push my team uh, into that spot. Like, all right, that's a fair amount of time that I think I might be able to get enough wins to get into those spots. And then the third question I had to ask myself is when is the trade deadline? Well, the trade deadline is week 14, the week before the last week of the season. So again, I think that's far enough back in the schedule that if I have make a strong enough push in the next four weeks, I will know by week 14 if I am in or if I am out. At that point, I can either make my trades to sell off or really invest heavily in acquiring players to help me push forward. So this is, this is the thoughts, thought process that I have. And then the final thing I went and did, this is not on my list, unfortunately, but this is just, just a happenstance I did. I went to go check to see how my competitors were doing. Well, with the notice that I said that there were six guys fighting for that last two, let's say, playoff spots, we actually are within, I'm sitting in seventh with a record of four and five. Marvin's in six with four and five. Laborbus, Slick, and Josh are sitting 
in the three spots ahead of them at five and four. Andrew, you're sitting at six and three, which I think is probably strong enough. You're going to get enough wins between now and then. I think, I think you'll do it. I'm hoping. <laughs> and even on the outskirts, we've got Juan and Chervin sitting at three and six. That man, like some they, stuff if could they turn run around. The clock. They or could they run, right? the... run the table. Yeah. Things just turn around. But I think when guys are looking at the league standings, they're looking at, oh, hey, these guys are down at the bottom of the tree. Let's send them some offers and see what they're taking because I want to buy. I want to like build up my team to uh, yep. to make that push. So legitimately, I think we're too early to really count ourselves out from making that last playoff spot. That's I, my thinking. I you know I, and I don't disagree, and I do believe in in our league we also have the. Um, and I don't know what place it is you end up with where you get. Uh, you get your buy-in back. Yeah, I forget so what that for is. the you for the what? bottom for the bottom the bottom uh, bottom of the league. So they stay so they stay interested. Yeah, you know what? Let's look at the pins. That's got to be in the pins. Oh, I'm looking at. Oh, look at that. Donnie has pinned the majority of the podcast. Thank you, Donnie. That's very nice. All right. Um, details about uh, each of the guys. Uh, last place. We did determine last place will be max points determines the draft order. Okay. Yep. Um, just reading here. Pin those. I'll ask you. Send your answers. Okay. No. 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 Oh, there's. Uh, there's. There we've got the the awards from last year. We're now week sixteen seventeen. No, I don't see our. It could be in like the bylaws, but yeah. that would be. You'd, then you'd have to open it and then search it and blah blah blah. But oh, but here's an interesting. There's a bet here between Josh and Donnie. I think we might have forgot about. But two months ago, they posted this just in, folks. Pats win and Miami defense scores less than ten. Josh wins 10 bucks. Miami wins and their defense scores more than 10 points. Donnie wins 10 bucks. So I'm not sure what what that's referencing which matchup is this year. I'm assuming this year, but uh just to for those that listen, maybe might want to check on that to see who's paying out here. Yeah, Donnie, uh, yeah, who's getting the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think Donnie's thinking, "Ooh, that's a case of beer because it's so cheap in the states." Oh, that's true. That could be case of beer, six pack. All right. Well, I don't see the. I don't see our league notes. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. But yeah, there is. Someone's winning their money back. Um, I never think of that. Right. That we'll have that consolation bracket. I think that's where you go and you win your money back. So there's an opportunity there. But I'm yeah. always thinking about winning the whole thing. Right. Oh, for sure. Title. For sure. Well, well, and that's one of the reasons outside of you know the camaraderie but mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why you're playing is you, oh, you yeah win, right? right that's that's the goal that we've all set we want to win the championship we're gonna have fun along the way because remember yeah. if it's not fun it's not worth doing yep. so that that is the truth i have for you guys if you can if you can ponder that yourselves take take stock of where your team is at you now know that the top four teams in our league will make the playoffs Playoffs start week 16, so we've got five weeks from today. 
and the trade deadline is week 14. So you've got four weeks to turn things around or make your trades. And just so you know, trades end on Monday night. The moment the Monday night game ends, all trades are off the table. So you have to accept trades during the game at latest because at the end of the game, sleeper locks it down. Hmm. So that's how that works. Because I had to do my research today. For those of you that are in other leagues, one in particular, uh, Crazy Man, our trade deadline is this weekend. Oh. Week 10. And well, I've been I've been if working there's, on if there's some, some crazy man. I'm sucking bad. I think I'm in last place. I might be selling. Um, let's have a look here. In that league, no, oh, you're no, you're not. not selling. You're competing. You're in oh, fifth. I'm thinking the other two. Yeah. Now you're competing in that one. Yeah. In this league, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm feeling good about my team, but I'm struggling with my league mates. The people that I know in this league, in that league in particular, um, no issues with, right? Good communication. It, it's easy to get a hold, ask questions, right? Poke and prod. Kind of yeah. see where they're at, what's going on. And there, But there's some couple guys in there that are either like non-existent and just show up to set the rosters each week if they set the rosters because a couple guys haven't. Yeah, I've rosters. noticed that in, the, in, in Crazy Man. There's a, a, at least one that has not... Changed his, yeah. his, uh, no, he just, it's just like it almost feels like it's a derelict team, but there has been some recent activity, so you know that they're there, and yeah. it's it's frustrating as a fellow league mate because I truly enjoy the time that we spend here in Poor Man, the fact that we we do have some relationships and some camaraderie, and it got me thinking that during the off season next year, I'm gonna do do some stories and articles regarding. A healthy league. What yeah. what makes a healthy and fun league? What makes it enjoyable? What makes people uh, engaged? And you as a as a league mate, like what do you want out of your league? And it's all going to be wrapped around my philosophy of if it's not fun, it's not worth yeah. doing. Yeah, I've been and, reading. Oh, go ahead. Qu- I, I, quite honestly, what it'll also do, and anybody that does this, you know, all of us are on multiple leagues. Yeah. We're addicted to fantasy football. But, you know, if you actually sit back and you think about, like, again, in, in no fun, in, uh, in uh, crazy man, sorry. Yep. Um, you're right. You have a couple of guys that are just really non-participant and it's yep. okay. Do I want to be actually still part of this league? The like, guys are going to be like that. It, it's so not I, to the like point. I'm, I'm not at that point yet. You know, for me, I might be considering dropping one or two leagues if it if if it's not fun. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I totally get what you're saying. I picked up a couple extra leagues this year, uh, Dynasty in particular, and there are some crazy fun active guys that I'm slowly getting to know that are good to chat with. Right, active in trades and are willing to to talk through stuff. So I don't just have to send them blind trades all the time. It's like, hey, you know, like, you know, what are you looking for? You asked for something. I'm willing to do a deal here. What what are you hoping for? Here's what I'm looking for. And then you can you can have those conversations. Some guys, like they still haven't even accepted the the, the d- direct message request to have a conversation. Yeah. 
we're more than halfway through the season and you have zero interest in having a conversation. Okay, well, that's that's not fun. Yeah. I I know um, at times for myself, like I get busy or what have sure. you. And, and I, guys will send me a trade and I'll just, I'll either decline it or and not comment. But that's more of a, a situation where I think either the, the trade was just real crazy Right and and really, somebody was just fishing to see if, see if I just hit accept, you know, kind of kind of like the, the the Vegas player where I just okay I'm just, whatever, I did. Oh right, Henry Ruggs. Yes, took a shot yeah. in the dark. He'll gas sure, Okay, whatever. I'm good to go. I'll just get yeah. something. Yeah. And then I realized after the fact, oh my God, no, this guy's probably not going to play. So maybe I took advantage of the of 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 the trade, right. But so be it. I wasn't the one that 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 orchestrated the the trade to begin with. So, but right. regardless, but like sometimes I don't answer, or sometimes I'm not always as active in the in the chatter and stuff. But that's more of a a situation where I'm so busy with work, right? That sure, personal life comes I, in, comes <laughs> into play, right? Start I I, a new I job, see that you got someone new in your life you're spending time with, yeah. Yeah, like, and you've even commented before at times. You, you'll see comments like four or five hours after, and they're like, "Oh, that would have been cool to be in this conversation, but I'm not going back to it now." Four no, hours later, when yeah. you miss your when the when the fire is hot, you have to get in on that conversation. Otherwise, yeah. it's hard to bring it up later. But life is hap- is busy. Yeah. Life is happening all the time. You got kids, you got jobs, all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, I get it, and I don't fault anybody for it. And I, I'm always giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I think and that's something that we'll talk about in in the new year for sure. Is yeah. But I, you know what? I, I, I but I will give, I, I will give uh, proper due to everybody in Portman. Everybody has been awesome. You and I have were in. You and I started in a league that was really really crap. Yep, and it is aptly named for it. No fun. It the first it couple of years, it, yep. it 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 was it, tough, man. It was crappy, but those um, were learning lessons for it us was. because we it were was. very close on bailing out. Yep. and some of those individuals were here. They're no longer in either place. Yeah, and, and honestly, what I think what pulled me through, yep. were people, you know, like Donnie. That kind of tried to keep everything light and fun and sure because he and, tried to he played peacekeeper when when yeah. mom and dad were fighting he was the one who stepped in and, and made things yeah. um, light and airy as opposed to being just mean and vindictive yeah and that, that all comes down to having a healthy league yeah so and you know what guys can make a retarded trade we don't use that word sorry. Right. Guys, guys can make a ridiculous trade. There you go. That's a better one. And it's not a mean, vindictive uh, comment box. It's more ribbing the guy now. As mm-hmm. in the past, it was vindictive and very mean and very direct. Yep. So, you know, it. Uh, it uh, that's why I say, you know, like for everybody that is in poor man, I, I, I'll give the, the credit where the credit's due. We got a great bunch of guys, and that's I, that's why I thoroughly enjoy this one over the others that I'm in. Which is also why we started the podcast here, yes. right? Because we we already had a good base of people that we have gotten to know. Yep. 
that we really enjoyed spending time with online, virtually, yeah. right? So, all right, we will we won't beat that uh, that horse to death any further. Uh, that's the truth. That's where we are at. If you guys get a moment, take a look at your teams, see where you're at, see where you're you're heading, and if that that heading is towards the playoffs, then I look forward to seeing you there. Or or Mike knocking others out. <laughs> ah, sure. Okay. This is me touting my own horn here. I'm in another league called uh, a guillotine league, right? So every week someone gets cut. I am the Grim nine Reaper. and oh, I yeah, I am nine and oh, and I I going into the season, I renamed my team from the start of the season the Headsman. Okay. Oh. So as people get cut, I've been playing this little gif of a guillotine coming down and like blood splattering and like ah okay you got cut you lost and I play it see you later right and I have squeaked Ouch. through and I am I am 9 and 0 oh. I'm still going strong I have I think I figured out the formula on how to play well in this particular league because it has a really wild scoring format and guys are paying up like big money to get like blue chip players when these teams are cut and I haven't spent to get those blue chip players. I've been quietly picking up the the less no-name-esque players and they're putting up the same amount of points because I'm taking advantage of the scoring system, which I don't think any of these other guys have done. Yeah, yeah I got to use half his money to get... Uh, um... Najee Harris. Okay, you have $1,000 and you spend 650 to go get Najee Harris. Well, you just lost this week because you didn't fill up the rest of your roster with players that were going to earn you enough points. And because this is the weird topsy tourney, I had Kyler Murray as my quarterback, oh. and he didn't play, and I still won. Wow. It is crazy. So when, when you're talking about knocking people out, it just made me think of my guillotine league, and I'm like, all right, well, who am I knocking off? I got, I've got my little animated gif ready to load and chop you're gone so if we if we start seeing this you start climbing are we going to start seeing the good oh yeah <laughs> if, as i will start throwing that out there when we get close to the playoffs and guys are getting officially eliminated i'm going to throw that gif out there you know what while while we are chatting while we are chatting i am just going to throw it out there so you guys can all get oh, a glimpse so when you so when you listen to this podcast you will know what that gif is now referencing inside uh, the group chat. It is it is glorious. So fun. So hang on. <laughs> and this is where I struggle with spelling the word guillotine. Guillotine. Oh, and now my Oh. And now my Wi Fi is crapping out on me. That's wonderful. Won't load. Okay, well, I will post that here shortly as yeah. soon as that, that gets back on track. Now we're going to transition into the waivers and the trades of the week. There wasn't a lot of action regarding no. the waivers. There was a couple of pickups, but nothing really of note. I grabbed Olamide Zacchaeus mainly because I had an empty bench spot, and he seemed like a, a reasonable player to grab. He didn't have great stats, but he scored two touchdowns. So maybe, just maybe, well, there's 12 something points. will happen. <laughs> Carry on Johnson. I know Josh is following the news closely because Carry on got brought in to New Orleans to try out. Oh, so he's uh, he's banking on maybe a signing going on there. 
And then uh, Multibeast just picked up Nick Westbrook Ekine for pa Foster Moreau. Because now that Darren Waller's back, Foster Moreau is essentially irrelevant. Yeah. So that's there's that. Um, yeah, so nothing, no real big. Uh, I will let you guys in on a trade that could have happened that would have saved my week. Marvin, and bless you, Marvin, thank you very much for the offer. I should have taken you on it. I did not believe in uh, Matt Ryan when you offered him, and he blew up and had like a big week. And you asked for a second, which was a reasonable offer uh, at that point. Yeah. Um, I regret not taking that trade because I would have had a reliable veteran quarterback as my backup. Instead, I played Trevor Simeon, who simped out on his points. He did not. He did not perform, and I lost. Because now we're going to jump into the matchups of the week, yeah. and my matchup with Bryce, who was one and seven, as now two and seven, he beat me by a handful of points, and by a handful, I mean ten. Yeah, that's why I needed Deontay Johnson to go off. He got ten points, but he did not get the remaining 10 that I needed. Had I got Matt Ryan, this would not have been a question. I would have won by 20. See, and that's weird that you, would, you wouldn't accept that trade because I know in a couple other leagues, or at least one other league, you pursued that Matt trade. Ryan. I yeah, did, I yes. traded him to you. I did because I wanted it earlier in the season. Uh, yeah. I needed a veteran quarterback because I was in a bad spot. I was not expecting to be in this pinch. And I hear, I'm going to tell you why. Here's inside... Inside my head, why I did not accept that trade. I thought I was out. Mm. I thought I was out, and I was going to need that second-round pick because I traded away my first earlier in the season. And I'm like, if I trade away this pick, I'm in trouble. And if I don't make the playoffs, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Well, makes sense. So that's why I was tentatively, I was attentively watching the Monday night game praying to the fancy football gods that Deontay Johnson <laughs> saved saved my bacon. And that's you know, when I, I looked at... In, in, in uh, Simple Man, I was doing the same thing, watching the game, because I, uh, yeah. I had Roethlisberger and uh, uh, Najee Harris. That's a great running back, by the way. Don't he, ever trade him away. That oh. is, he is solid. And I think you made fun of me because I was wanted him so badly in the preseason. Did I? Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, I feel. I apologize if I did. Because I think that, you. I think you were saying. Out. You know what? You're you're overvaluing him. You're overvaluing. Because I was saying. You know what? He could be a top five pick. Oh, easy. He um, would have been. He's he's top three, right? I think I had. I think I had Javante higher than him. Yeah. Right. In but, that. You know, I would. I I needed them to go off for like sixty points between the two of them, and I was just like, I know Ooh. I can't. I know. I, I know they're not going to. But then ben Roethlisberger he... of your of old, right? Yes. Yeah, he would have done it. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, let's continue on with those matchups. You guys now know why I didn't accept that trade. Um, I feel better. Uh, I'm not totally heartbroken about not accepting it now, knowing that everyone else essentially lost, and it's still open-ended to, to get into the playoffs. Had yeah. things broke the way I expected them to, I would have been very sad. But here we are. I faced Bryce. Bryce beat me. He had the better team. So congrats, Bryce, on getting your second win of the season. Uh, matchup number two. 
We had Donnie versus Andrew. Uh, yeah. It was a 50-50 split here. You and I picked you. Juan and Marvin picked Donnie, and they, they hit big, which was great. Yeah. Um, Juan and you, Andrew, you picked Bryce to win. So congrats on, on picking picking that one. You saw you saw the future there. Now, everyone in the next three matchups all picked the same. Marvin and Juan. Juan pulled off a massive upset, scoring some big-time points and upset Marvin. We all picked Marvin to win. In matchup number four, Gabriel and Josh. We all picked Josh, and Josh came through for us. So congratulations on that. But let's uh, let's let's take note here of of that matchup. That was one twelve to ninety. So relatively close matchup. There wasn't a lot of super close matchups. No. So there was very it was very decided in each each matchup. So last matchup we have Ryan versus Sean, and Ryan. Oh. Yeah, Sean took that one, but we all bet on Slick to win that one. Unfortunately, yeah. when you pick the perfect lineup, you you should win. You should win. <laughs> yes. And Sean did, so congratulations. Yeah. Now, the loser of the week, because I'm going to point this out, I went one and four. I did not do very good this week. One and four of my predictions. You went two and three, and so did Marvin. The big winner this week is Juan. I think this is his first week weekly matchup victory. Yeah. He went three and two. So congratulations, Juan, in the upside down Bizarro week. You uh you took this one. Yeah. And here's the current standings. I am now twenty two and twenty three on the season. Oh, under five hundred. I know it. Oh, I gotta get back in there. Andrew, you're sitting at twenty five and fifteen. So congratulations. You you are still the decided champion on this one. Juan improved his record. He's 16 and 19, right? So he's climbing back up to 500. Yes. Slick is still sitting at 2 and 3. He did not get back in this week. That's all right. Marvin is sitting at 10 and 5. So he's he's following in your footsteps. Yeah. Right? And Donnie is sitting at 3 and 2. So that's the week that was. Yeah. Now here's the week that could that's, be. That's, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna live pick this, you and I. We haven't we haven't pre-populated our choices. We're no. gonna review things as we go here. So the first matchup is you and I, Andrew. Well, here we are. We're we're back again from the start of the season. You are now facing off again against who you played in week one. How Where you I feeling lost about point zero eight? Yeah. I gotta put that in there every single time that I can. I've had so many narrow victories. Yes. Like that this year. That's what I'm um, saying. You got horseshoes. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> horseshoes are great. Um, you know what? I I your yours uh we're so Your projection is higher. Your projection is higher. But I know you don't set your team until tomorrow. No, I do night. Tuesdays. I do. I I set my uh, my team no, on Tuesdays you, and I update you, it. Yes. Yes. Because injuries always happen. Like, look, I have Jamal Agnew sitting in, in one of my flex spots because I don't have a flex player that I, I want to play. I want to play Michael Carter, but I don't want to play Michael Carter against Buffalo. Buffalo, I'm going to expect to be mad yeah, and very, very angry when they play. And I think they will hurt 
Michael Carter. So I don't want I don't want him to go out there and get two points because Buffalo wants to make an example out of the They're New York make Jets. Him cry. Yeah, he's gonna have snot bubbles. I don't want that. Alternatively, like you know what, Corey Davis, I like him as a receiver, but he's yeah. coming back from injury, and Mike White who I think is probably the better quarterback on the roster right now for the Jets, is going to play. So I'm hoping we see that Mike White magic, and he goes he goes crazy. So uh, I might got, pivot. You've got Waddle as well, too. Yes, which I got from you. But they're playing Baltimore, and it sounds like Jacoby Brissett is in at quarterback because Tua's finger is still, still not oh. good. So if it was Tua, no problem. I throw Waddle in. No questions asked. Um, I don't really have anyone else out there that I trust. So, like, that's that's the roster that I'm my, looking at. My big thing is going to be, and I'm I'm honestly I'm hoping the Raiders repeat their performance. Really, <laughs> where they kind of don't disappear, or they don't show up, and let no, Kansas no, no. City walk all over them. I, I'm of the opposite side. I want the Raiders to show up. I want the Raiders to put 50 points on Kansas City because it should push Kansas City to push back another 50 points the other direction. That's To me, that's the magic of Kansas City. You put yeah, 40 but, points uh, on uh, us, we'll answer where, with 40 points. Where I'm talking, where I'm saying I want them to repeat. Like, Who would have thought the Giants would have put up that many points on them? Not me. Yeah, not me. I would not have. I would have exactly. picked hands down the Raiders so, to win that. So if if the Raiders' same defense shows up, then Kansas City should put up fifty. Sure. And I hope it's all Kelsey and and Hill. All right. So what I'm hearing is I'm picking me, and oh. you are picking you. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, and Donnie, Donnie picked yeah. you. So. I think Donnie is. Um, I think he's grudging picking me because he wants you out of playoff contention. He yes. he wants to hold all four playoff spots to himself. Yes. Cuz he's dominating <laughs> everywhere that we share a league together and he's he's one or two and he just he just wants to exert his dominance. I think that's that's what's going on. Yes. All right. Uh matchup number 2, we've got Marvin and Josh. What is that one looking like? What's the uh It's what's, close. What's, up. It's close actually. What is the uh, the the pre prediction? Uh, we've got Marvin one thirty seven to Josh one twenty six. Okay, I'm just gonna. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go and look at this. Now, Marvin's got the running backs. Yes, but oh, Marvin's also got Adams and Diggs versus Cup and Allen. And Allen's been heating it up lately with Herbert. So I don't know. To me, that's that's a wash. It's Waller versus Kittle. It's These guys are coming back from injury, so hopefully one of them, maybe they'll reclaim form. Okay. Then we've got Daryl Williams, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, I don't know, man. This is this is going to be tough. See, <laughs> if, if Rodgers comes back, then I give the advantage for Adams over Cup. Yeah, if... If Rodgers is playing, Diggs and Marvin. Allen are so close, so close. But let's see, who are they playing? We've got we got Dallas versus Atlanta. Dallas should walk over them. You got Camara, Tennessee, or oh, JD McKissick in Tampa Bay. No, 
Cup in San Fran, yeah, you should light them up. Minnesota should lose to the Chargers. Kittle and the Rams, I think the Rams will shut that down. Elijah Moore, I don't think Buffalo's going to let any of those guys score points. Las Vegas, Daryl Williams should be good. Sanders should be good. See, I, I think they're undervaluing uh, Williams. Like Daryl Williams? Yeah. Uh, he should be a 10-point guy. He should yeah. be. Should be. Um, See, I think I think where it's, where it's going to come down to in this one is how well Prescott can play. Well, I think Prescott's going to be fine. Isn't he coming back from an injury right now? Uh, well, he played he played against Denver, and he was did nothing thirty nine for nineteen two thirty two and two. He wasn't terrible. So as three points, I guess. Right. So he's he's not terrible. They may have lost the match. But he's, yeah. he didn't he didn't play terrible. Um, I'm no, actually gonna good. I'm gonna choose a wild pick here. I'm gonna choose Josh, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's Devonte Adams and DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is going to unfortunately have to play without Sam Darnold and instead play with PJ Walker, who's just going to be more of the same. I don't think DJ Moore is going to get those those receptions he's going to need. Great receiver, crappy quarterback. And Devontae Adams, I'm going to gamble and say that Aaron Rodgers does not play this weekend. Now, I, I, I'm leaning to the beast as well, unfortunately. Okay, so you're, you're going Josh. Yeah. Okay. Next matchup, we've got Chervin and his perfect lineup versus Juan. With the massive overachievement, and they're now close. the projections one, right now, and it looks like they're yeah one ten to one seventeen, so relatively close, but not high scoring. Um, I think if McCaffrey is unleashed this week against Arizona, which is the number one defense in all of football right now, um, I would suspect him to be a good play. James Conner's going to get a ton of work, yes, because just, he's the only running back right now. Even though, yeah, that's Adam Thielen, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I got to love that Donovan Peoples-Jones oh, pick. Rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> I know I turned down that that trade. Hey, you know what? He paid. He gets the points. Um, OBJ is gone. To me, Donovan Peoples-Jones is the number two receiver, and he's a good receiver. Yeah. He's their downfield threat. Sure, he's not getting a lot of targets, but what he does get, he you're getting at least some sweet yards. So I think good, yep. solid floor, you're going to get your six to seven points easy. He scores a touchdown, perfect, right? Yep. Devontae Freeman and Naheem Hines. So as of right now, his roster is looking like he's gambling again, mainly because the other guys that he has choices are either on buy or injured. So he doesn't have much of a choice there. Here's the dark horse, though. What's that? <sighs> Sean could slide in. Fournette. Oh yeah, why hasn't he put? Fournette? And they had a bu- they had a buy. Yeah. And maybe so, he hasn't put him in. He hasn't put him in the roster. Ooh. Yeah. So Where does and that... he's got Drake, which is only five points. And Fournette. You know what? Kenyon Drake is a solid floor player right now because he's getting the receiving work. Ever since Gruden left, Kenyon Drake's been on the field yes. getting action. So I I think he's a solid flex play. I'd put I'd pull Pollard out. I'd take Tony Pollard out, and I would put, I would put Fournette in. Personally. Yeah. Or I would take. 
No, that's it. That's the move I'd make. It's uh, it's Ayuk that I'm not. That's a that's a flash in the pan. I don't think he's going to be super awesome. And yeah, I, I don't think week. I don't think San Francisco's going to do too much against the Rams. No. Okay. Uh, I. What do you th- what are you picking here? I picked first last time. You get to pick first this time. You know, Sean or Warren. Sean has some. Oh. I gotta go one. Sorry. You gonna go one? Yep. Just to be different, I'm going Sean because I think, I think he could do it. I'm I'm fifty fifty here, but I'll go just to be different so we can. Yeah, yeah. Try picks. and get back up to five hundred. Eh? Mm-hmm. I gotta get there. Okay. Uh, next matchup we got is Gabriel and Bryce. Gabriel and Bryce. Another Bryce. right now, another 50-50, 101 to 102. Very Ooh, close matchup. So Let's see close. if the roster is fully set. Yeah, rosters are fully set. Um no. not, not a lot oh, of bench player options. No way. What? Nick Chubb is now gone again? Yeah, COVID. <sighs> and so is um Dan Felton? I think the other running back there. So it's just Ernest Johnson is the only one that's left. Wow. So now, so Gabe's got Chuba in because he has to, but there's no other. I would not be playing Chuba now that. Oh, Robert Woods, yeah. Devonta Smith, Debo Samuel. Antonio Brown's back. I hear he's back at practice. The boot's off. Yeah, he sheds the walking boot. Okay, so Antonio Brown is back. Oh, that means it's going to hurt Godwin and Evans. Oh, Kenny Gainwell. Gio Bernard. The running backs these guys are playing this week are not exciting running backs. No, but their teams are so beat up. Everybody's questionable. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. Oh, man. So he's, he's banking on... I'm looking here that Bryce is banking on Kenny. Oh, Kenny Gainwell over Jordan Howard. What would you pick in that situation? Jordan Howard's been getting the touches. Yeah, he's he's getting 17. He got 17 touches last week. Whereas Kenny Gainwell got gets the passing work and scored, I think, a passing touchdown. See, but that's and that's where the. Like from a from a running back perspective, if they're going to get a bunch of catches, that's an extra point f- five. Yeah, receptions right? are worth more than than rushing. Yeah, catches. like you could get a you know a twenty yard catch, and that's worth point seven points. So the, your catch mm-hmm. is worth more than your yards, for sure. And you're typically going to get more yardage out of a pass than you will out of a, a rush. Yeah. Okay, well. I'm I'm leaning here. I'm actually gonna go Bryce. Yeah, I, honestly, I gotta I gotta go Bryce as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I like the the wide receiver a compliment better. And really, why I'm really hoping he beats him is because <laughs> Labrys is getting a little too close in the standings. <laughs> he's, he's he's sitting right behind you. Is, is that what's making you uncomfortable? He's breathing over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah, I'm hearing the footsteps. Mike, okay. don't throw it to me over the middle. Labrys okay. will wipe me out. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so we're both. Oddly enough, Donnie went Bryce too. 
So maybe Bryce is on the right. Could you imagine? Bryce sitting at one and seven starts his climb back. He runs the table. He beats me last week. He beats Gabriel this week. He and he climbs back into one of those last playoff spots. Man, that's going to be worth worth something. I, I, especially if he turns around and runs the the table in the playoffs too. It wins the whole thing. Uh, no, no. Fairy tale story ends. You you make you make the last playoff spot. I'll take the third one. I'm gonna knock you out. Okay. All right, last matchup of the week. We got Donnie versus Slick. Yeah. Are you even going to effectively look at these teams? Or are you just going to not pick Donnie? Uh, I got to look at the benches here. You got to look at the bench? Okay. So, solid quarterbacks. Uh, Donnie has Antonio Gibson, which I don't like anymore. So, I'm actually not upset anymore about trading him away for nothing. I don't think Antonio Gibson is in good shape. You got Eckler and Najee Harris on the other side. Both very good. Uh, you got Terry McLaurin and CeeDee Lamb versus Chris Godwin and A.J. Brown. If Antonio Brown is back on the field, I think it just it knocks Chris Godwin down, unfortunately. He's still going to get some receptions. He's just not going to have a big blow game. And that sucks because I think he's a really good receiver. He is. Um, Mark Andrews versus Dallas Goddard. I'll go Andrews on that one. Sutton versus Van Jefferson. That's a deep throw play. I'll go Sutton's been kind of poo-pooing his bed, though. Yeah, yeah I, honestly, I got to go Donnie on this one. And again, because really? I need Slick Burn to take a loss. You you sure you want Slick to take a loss and not Donnie? Uh, I, I can... Are you just... you're Here Here it is. This is this is the truth now. This is the truth episode. Yep. You you've already given up and Donnie's Donnie's captured, right? No. Like you're not competing no. with Donnie anymore. No, you're, no, no, you're I, now... am. <laughs> I am. I am. Because I still gotta face him again. You do, yep. So I'm thinking, you know what? I need the guys behind me to take a step further back. Okay. And then I'm making my run okay. at Donnie. Ah, okay. So Donnie right, finishes second. So you, you want that you just want you and him up at the top, right? That way when you defeat him finally that that it'll be a much sweeter victory. You know what? what you I got to go. Uh, what what week is our f- playoff start? 15. 15. 16, sorry. No, 16. 14. And the trade deadline is week 14. Oh, I don't think I play Donnie again. No, I don't go against Donnie again. Shoot. Oh, you don't you don't have another matchup, so you uh-huh. have to play him in the playoffs now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got something to work towards. You you got to make sure that you get there. Well, I got to make sure I I can still finish a, above him in the regular season standings. But then, oh man, he's he's got a good lead. Like that's it's going to be hard to catch up, but it's possible. It's it only is two possible. games. He just needs to have a three game skid where I stay on a. a he just winning. needs. A three-game skid. The team that he's rocking, he needs a three-game skid. Well, the chance this... you had to take to give him on that skid, you poo-pooed that chance. <laughs> it starts this week with uh, Slick Burn. So, you're, or no, you're sorry, choosing... next week. Okay, I, I, I'm going Slick. You're going Slick. Yeah. Yeah. Lasbris will take him next week. 
Okay, so you're pivoting and from then Donnie. Donnie, to- Donnie will do me the favor. Uh, Juan will do me the favor the week after. Yeah, Juan's a wild card. Um, yeah. I don't think his team's consistent enough, but the top end of what his team can perform is, yeah, it's going to upset people. Right. So final answer: Donnie versus Ryan. You're choosing Ryan. Yeah, and I see you uh, do too. Oh yeah. I'm, no, 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 I'm, no, 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 no. I picked Donnie this week. Okay, so final answer. You're choosing yeah. Donnie. I'm yeah. choosing Ryan. Okay, Donnie, no, you hear Danny. that? Did I write? I did. Oops. <laughs> Danny. Who's Danny? He's a random stranger. Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. For all you Full House fans out there. <laughs> all right, well, that's the matchup this week. Just a quick review. Uh, I chose myself, Josh, Sean, Bryce, and Ryan. That way, hopefully, I can edge myself back above 500 and, and knock Andrew down a peg here. And then, Andrew, you chose yourself, Josh, Juan, Bryce, and Donnie. Okay. Well, guys, if you uh, you want to jump in on this particular segment, all you got to do is just message me your picks before Thursday night. I'll put them into the tracker here, and we will report back next week how everybody did. Now on to I think, it, like matter. I said, I've, and I've said it week after week, it would be great to have everybody throw in their, their, sure. their five picks. If we get to that point, great. It's not mandatory, remember? No. It's all for shits and giggles. So if you can if you can get them in, uh, I know I do have to bug Juan and Marvin to make sure they get those in because they are consistently participating. Yep. Now, personal matter. Our weekly bet. Yes. Mono mano. I was on a two game winning streak. You were. No, don't don't reveal it just yet. Don't reveal it just yet. Last week's bet was a pick three matchup. You had to pick one winner, so they had to win by four points or more. One loser, so lose by four points or more. And then one tie, which means they had to be within three points of each other. You cannot pick the same matchup. So in essence, we were going to have six different games on the docket that we were going to watch. And it was going to be a linear draft, right? Everybody takes a turn. I got to pick first. Now, I my first pick, I chose Buffalo to win. How did that turn out? Yeah, I got that wrong. Your pick was Cowboys to win. How did that turn out? Okay. I chose my second pick. I chose Titans to lose. And? There we go. <laughs> you you chose Vikings to lose. Again. Now, <laughs> they lost, but they lost by three, so that classifies it's as a tie, a tie. So it didn't work. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, I need the Chargers and Eagles to tie. They got to be within three. <sighs> And they did. Of the hardest thing to get, they actually hit the tie. And your tie was was the Cardinals and 49ers. And it was it was so lopsided. It was I was like, wow. Unbelievable. And you know what? I was so close. So close to picking the third the Thursday night game. I I I I I struggled so bad. I, you didn't believe in Indy enough to get the win or the Jets enough to get the loss? Which one was it? I, I thought it was going to end up as three points or less. Yeah, okay. That was fair. That's but, a total but fair I, assumption. I, but, but something I kept saying to myself, you got to take Indy. You got to take Indy. You got to take Indy. And then I thought, well, Jesus, the Cowboys can't lose that bad. No. I. 
Buffalo can't lose that bad. Yeah. They did. So, yes, here we Mike, are. You you won by the three points. I did, yeah. I Again, <laughs> by the skin of my teeth, I won. Yeah. I'm sitting now at six and three on the season. Yeah. And you get to place this week's. Yes. Yeah. So, as this is my week, and I want to level, get, get a level of revenge on you. Mm hmm. Uh, and I loved that pick three. I I thought that was so much fun. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna double it, double or nothing. Here we go. Double it, double down. We're each gonna pick two winners again. Got to win by more than three. Mm -hmm. Two losers, lose by more than three, and uh, two ties. It's where oh, three points. The, are those those are, are gonna be the hardest ones. The two <laughs> ties. So essentially, we're picking twelve of the fourteen games. Oh, gross! <laughs> it's it's a good thing in Canada. It's a, a holiday tomorrow. Yes, so it we is. can actually. It's, spend I think some it's time a, thinking about it. <laughs> I think it's a international holiday. Remembrance yeah, I think day? it's Veterans Day in the states as well. Yeah, so we call it Remembrance Day. Yeah, and we will be pondering our moment of silence, as I imagine the majority of you guys are. Yes, and I think in in solidarity, the the global over. Or the globe over, or however you want to make that reverence. Um, a shout out to all of our troops. Yep, all of our troops, the the people in arms, the men, the women that serve our nations in whatever capacity they do to keep us safe from threats, both foreign and domestic. Uh, whether they come in as peacekeepers or as those that are just trying to right some wrongs in the world, it's not an easy job. So those that you know, particularly in our League One, the service you've provided, kudos to I, you. My brother, of, my brother's a career military person. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So there's, um, I know uh, my dad uh, in a early age made sure that um, we paid our respects. Uh, my grandfather, as I think the majority of us here, uh, probably had grandparents in some capacity that served and he always made sure that we went out and did something on Remembrance Day. And I appreciate that he did that, right? Because it really instilled the, the importance of the day and the reflection and the thoughtfulness that you need to have. And we're going to be doing that with our kids. It's a day off that uh, we get to have. And sure, we're going to try and enjoy some family time. But we're also going to remind them of what the importance of this day is and why we, we celebrate it. So... However you guys celebrate, whatever it is you guys do, uh, thoughts and prayers are with you. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the show. I'm looking forward to delving through 14 matchups to find two winners, two losers, <laughs> and the impossibility of two ties to yes, maintain my, my winning streak of one week. There we go. All right, guys. Uh, as always, I appreciate you guys listen to the podcast, giving me your thoughts and feedback. Uh, this week, we recorded this on a service called Squadcast. Last week, we tried a service called Alitu, and it, it's interesting. Uh, let us know what you think of the audio quality, of the sound, of the overall production value, of what, uh, what you get out of it. We are going to continue to search and try to improve the show as we go. We have another service we're going to try next week to see what that's like. And we'll make a decision from there and then let you guys know what that's going to look like. And hopefully, hopefully, it sounds great. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. That is the plan. 
Until then, you guys, good luck tomorrow in your matchups. And as always, from one poor man to another, if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you.